Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to my podcast. I'm saying welcome because in case you haven't noticed, we've got a brand new name, but same vibes, same great content. I'm excited for you to jump in and hear what we've got in store for season two. So if you're ready, let's get into it. All right, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us again with the Valuable Vibrant Podcast. It's been a minute, but we are back, and I'm so excited for today's guest. Um, I'm ready to get into some good talks and good conversation, and I really believe this next um, guest, who I've known for many, many years and admired from afar, um, is going to drop some jewels for us. So with no further ado, I'm going to bring on Miss Shay Atkins. Hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? So happy to be here. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on with us. Um, I'm really excited because we've just been trying to do some good, some healing work, some soul work, some really transparent conversations. And I've been watching you and really just observing your journey for years. And I'm just really excited to um, see what you have to um, some some knowledge you can drop on us. But, um, you know, it's it's important that um, I'm, I'm drawn to truly genuine people. And when I met you years ago um, in uh, New Era, yeah, one of, the, one of the really honestly, one of the sweetest um, and just really like kind and like you know you don't know people and sometimes it can be awkward like meeting new people but I feel like you were always very warm and kind and then um following your journey with your music just loved it and um just always thought like man Shay's so sweet I really love and admired you from a distance and you know how social media is make the world so small because you ain't seen people in person in years that's right watching their journey on social media has been just um you know something that I really enjoy watching and you you know people's genuine and 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 true um authentic really shines through and so i just really appreciate your journey and your transparency your lives the people that you've had on like and 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 um you know sometimes you don't expect something to impact you the way it does and i just and watching your journey so i'm just really glad to have you on so excited because you know it's a lot out there that's really um not authentic but i really appreciate just your journey and how truthful and honest you've been because and we'll get into this a little bit more but like just in the black community i think it's so important that we've reached this milestone that people be honest people be transparent because guess what if i don't be honest it's somebody out there waiting to glean from my journey and if i don't be honest i don't be transparent i might leave something on the table that might you know lead to their healing so the title of this episode is happy after healing and like i said i've been watching you and i just think you have some uh jewels and we'll get into the conversation so thank you so much for um agreeing to join us and um thank you for those kind words (laughs) you're welcome so um can you share your story um share a little bit you know as much as you want to share and just kind of get um guide us through you know some of the key points and some of the key things and pivotal moments that you've had you know over the last couple of years yeah i guess i can start with the awareness that i got when i started the journey as i look back mm-hmm. so basically you know i got married young at 19. it was mm-hmm. normal around the church you know they had a marriage ministry so it wasn't like it was unusual everybody was getting married young you know mm-hmm. all our friends so 
um, basically, you know, we had our ups and downs and you tried to, you know, work through it. We did overcome some obstacles, but it came to a place in the marriage where I felt like it was nothing I could do to get us I feel you. in unity. Yeah. So it's like we became uh, roommates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I learned was that I didn't know who I was outside of being a wife. And I didn't know who I was outside of being an artist because he did my music. Okay. Okay. So when the marriage got to a point to where we were not roommates, wasn't no music getting done. Mm. So it was kind of like, who am I now? Yeah. You know, and once it got to that breaking point to where I'm, I felt hopeless in there, instead of handling it in a healthy way, rejection would show you. Come on. It would show you who you are. It would show you wounds that need to be healed. It would show you how much you value yourself by how you respond to it. Absolutely. And the way I responded to it was very unhealthy and toxic. Toxic. I decided, you know, I was going to curse myself. I wasn't going to spend no more time with God because you didn't fix this. And my, you know, you didn't fix my career. You didn't fix the marriage. Yeah. So if it. Mm-hmm. And I rebelled and I intentionally became a ha- alcoholic. I drowned my sorrows in alcohol mm. on purpose because I was like, it's over. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm worthless now. My life means nothing. I ain't got nothing going for me. So I stuck in there and just rebelled and started drinking and cheating, partying, mm. turning up. I ain't care no more. I didn't care who saw me. If you saw me out there, oh, well, because Shay Atkins dead anyway. Wow. <laughs> this is my new life. Yeah. So, hey, you know, it was all about the turn up and cutting up and <laughs> developing unhealthy attack, but just numbing. It really it was a yeah. numbing. Oh, yeah. You know, and I yeah. was very bitter and angry. So I finally was able to walk away from the marriage after about six years of wow, just acting a fool, yeah. you know. Yeah. So instead of leaving and healing, I left into the arms of somebody else. Gotcha. Developing another unhealthy attachment, codependency. Come on. He rescued me. He rescued me from yes. here. Yes. My night, my in my night and shining normal. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So about a year and a half into that, that didn't work out. Mm. So I'm like, Lord have mercy. I'm back to school. What, what am I gonna do? I'm back to being um ghosted. Yeah. Rejected again because you know there was a pattern. I was so needy and desperate. Yeah. That I w- I ended up getting ghosts. That's how deep my wounds were, you know. So I started drowning my sorrows a little bit. And then I said, you know what, Lord, because I was in so much pain stacked up from the marriage to this relationship and just all those wounds. I say, Lord, if you would just heal me for real. Come on. If you would heal me without depending on some man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and if you would heal me from depending on this alcohol yeah just show me how to love me in a healthy way i'll show others mm-hmm. and so that's when i began the healing journey i love that the self-love journey i love it was the process of learning me and mm-hmm. it took about a year for me to just do what i would learn before i could write about it and tell somebody else because i didn't know yeah and people will say, love yourself, love yourself. And I used to get so frustrated on the inside. <laughs> it sounds so simple, but I did. If you were never taught how to love you, mm-hmm. if you were never taught how to set boundaries, if you were never taught how to, you know, put you first Come on. and make sure you okay first, then you're not going to know what to do. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I, I love that. And so many of the things you said resonate with me because I went through a similar journey. And, I, you know, I remember at the end because I was previously married before, too. And I remember at the end, it was just I felt so lost. I felt yeah. so um, I felt very devalued. And because of the way that my marriage ended, my ex was tangled up in some stuff. And I, I really felt like as a woman, I was like, am I even enough as a woman? Because yeah. some of the stuff he was doing, I just you know, there was no competition. There was yeah, no right, right, right. Explaining it, and and so I, I really um, can identify with just feeling so lost and like, man, I, I don't know what to do. Like, am I even worthy? Am I? Yeah. Um. So I really identify with that, and the fact of you saying just love yourself, love yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. That too, like, oh, you just gotta love yourself. And it's yeah, like, yeah. It's such a foreign concept if you yeah. don't have, you know, if you don't have like, I do love myself. Like, I yeah. love myself, and I went through that same thing of just, you know, like rebelling. And see, with me, I was like, my little, my little situation was real undercover. I was like moving real, real quiet, real underground. Yeah. People be like, man, we ain't heard from you. Like, what's going on? It's like, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just chilling. But yeah. I was into all kind of stuff under, underneath the, you know, to the yeah. side and on the down low. Yeah. But I just, um, I'm just grateful for. I remember the moment that I kind of had my breakthrough, and I, ironically, I was at church. And uh, thankfully, I've, I've been with my dad's ministry. And so the people that are there kind of have known me for years. And yeah. I, I, we was in the middle of praise and worship. Praise and worship had finished. And I just laid out on the floor. Like, I just, wow. like, I can't do it no more. I just yeah. cried. My godmother came up there. And I, she kind of just put me in her lap. Like, I'm grown, fully grown. She put me in her lap. And just was rubbing my back. And I remember at that moment, I kind of just said to, I was like, God, if you just help me get through this, because, you know, something that I found was an interesting dynamic is, you know, when we don't have a point of reference for something, it's tough to kind of get out of that, that rut. And so all I seen is people, my family being married, 30, 40, 50 you know, and so when I was at the end, my stuff was over and I was just like, man, I don't know anybody that's divorced. I felt like a failure. I felt like, you know, I got this baby. I don't know anybody who's a, a single mother, you know, total like no man's land. And um, it just took me a while to kind of just like pick myself up and start to put the pieces together. I know for me, the process, like you said, took you about a year. The process was just a long, <laughs> you know, day by day. Yeah, I my mentor telling me, she said, you know what, you all down in, you know, 10 years down the road, five years down the road. She said, just get through today. She yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Get to noon, get yourself to noon, get yourself to dinner, get yeah. yourself to the next morning and stop taking such big chunks. But, you know, I remember I was taking it hour by hour, like, yeah, yes. <laughs> You know, help me make it through this hour. Make it to, till I get off work. Make it to dinner, and yeah. I began to see the pieces come back together, and really did the work as far as going to therapy and yeah. just addressing some stuff that wasn't even related to the marriage that in my my childhood or things that I've seen. And yeah. you know, it was like you had to do all of that work and dig into that process because yeah. if you don't. You know, you leave stones unturned, some of that stuff can come back up to haunt you. So um, I really identify with just, you know, some of those points that you made. But so what do you think you've learned about the process of being broken and depressed and kind of, you know, coming full circle to a place where you're like healed or, you know, in the process of 
being healed. What do you think about that? Yeah, I always say I'm in recovery. <laughs> I'm in codependence and recovery, just like a, you know, crackhead or alcoholic, which I was. But I could also be addicted to people. Mm. You know, I was I developed unhealthy attachments because of those wounds mm. of unworthiness and those abandonment issues. Mm. So I just learned how to know that I matter. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's very important. You know, the way you see yourself really does determine how your life will go, mm-hmm. who you allow into your energy. Yeah. And I learned that I'm enough. Mm. I'm enough. Yeah. I that's what that. I learned. I yeah. think um, that's a phrase that is that cliche. If you see me, if you could see me, I got the chill bumps because it's such a it's thrown around. Yeah. But when you really get there, like, man, I'm enough just how I am, and that's yeah. where that's what kind of where my um my uh stepping stone for the organization, valuable and vibrant, and kind of what I thought about was like. You know what? I'm valuable just because God created me. Yeah. I'm valuable just because I'm a child of God, not because of who I'm married to, not yeah. because of my parents, the side of town I was born on, what job, yeah. I was, any of that. And especially in the culture, people yeah. value and things and people they're connected yeah. to, all of that. And so, you know, because of the way that the culture kind of says, oh, if you married you, did. oh, if you if you have a kid, you this or if you, you know, all of these criteria. But I had to get to the place to like, nope, yeah. I'm 30. I'm divorced. I'm a single mother. All of these things that are seemingly like. Yeah. Yeah. Marks. It was like, nope, I'm still valuable. And yeah, I had to right. speak that over myself for so long and just continue to, you know, get that in my spirit. But because, you know, culture, especially now, cancel. Yeah. You know, Cancel. They did this. Cancel. This happened. Yeah. And I had to really get to a place it's like, like you said, I'm enough just, just because I'm standing right here. Yeah. <laughs> once you It's powerful once you grasp that because you're no longer afraid mm-hmm. to, to let somebody go. Yes. It's hard to let go when you feel like your identity is in them. Mm-hmm. But if it don't serve you, you have no problem letting it go. That's so good. Codependency latches on out of fear. Mm. What they say, love, even though it hurts, love knows how to let go. Loving you. Those who don't know, tell us what what is codependency actually? Codependency is an unhealthy attachment to a person or a thing. Yeah. That's codependency. Mm. Unhealthy attachment. Then you have to look and say, okay, why do I have this unhealthy attachment? It's because without them, I don't feel like. I matter. I don't feel like anything. I don't know who I am without them. Your identity is in saying I'm with them or yes. I work here or, you know, I do this. It's an unhealthy attachment. That's yeah. not good for you. And But you have a hard time letting it go. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what codependency absolutely. is. And, you know, I when I was doing my healing or whatever, I learned about, I'm sure you heard about dopamine. <laughs> And oxytocin, which are two chemicals that are released Isn't that when, you're on, oh. when you're on drugs, those chemicals are released into your bloodstream from, you know. Mm-hmm. And so the same thing can happen with this person, you know, the way they look, the way they talk to you, the way they make you feel, yeah. that chemical release and you get addicted to that. Yes. And so if something was to ever happen where you have to separate, you do literally go into withdrawals. And, and that's you feel the emptiness. 
a lot of times people stay longer than they should because mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally a, a physical high going through your body. Yeah. And it's so hard to make that disconnect from that. Yeah. I love that you said that. So yeah. I know for me, you know, with my situation, um, it was interesting because I found, and I don't blame anybody. I think everybody's doing the best they can with what yeah. they have. But That's right. a lot of, um, I feel like I was suffering in silence. Like I was, I mean, like you said, before the marriage truly dissolved, I mean, there was a lot of flags that I should have yeah, yeah, <laughs> need yeah. to, but for the sake of keeping up appearances, for the sake of protecting this person or or, or uh, covering them for whatever yeah. they had going on, I was suffering in silence, like literally miserable in, in you know, nights of seeing things and, and situations and stuff just being unraveled before my eyes. But I just was suffering in silence. Yeah. And I remember one day, um, this was years ago, I read the scripture in, the, um, in a t- Timothy, I believe it is, that the older women have to teach the younger women. Yeah. And I just wondered, I was like, man, I wish somebody would have pulled me to the side or, yeah. or, or just looked me in my eyes and said, you're not happy or you're, wow. you need help. And so I think it's very interesting just the dynamic of, especially now, like you said, with social media, yeah. you, you, you can really get a glimpse into, you know, of course people show what they want to show, yeah, but right. a glimpse of um, people that have overcome, like you and I overcome yeah. crazy situations. But I know I was suffering in silence. Do you ever feel like you um, wish somebody would have grabbed you and just said, Hey, you don't have to, you don't have to go down this road or you don't have to, you know, uh, deal with this or, or, or put yourself through this? Uh, kind of, but at the same time, I wouldn't know what I know now. <laughs> Come on. Right. I wouldn't, if they would have did that, because you know, when you get married, you in your mind, we're going to stick it out through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. So you don't mm-hmm. see, you don't see yourself leaving. Right. You see yourself being there. So even if they would have might've said that at one time, I probably wouldn't have received it. Right. Absolutely. Because I don't see us, you know, separating. Yeah. We're going to get through this, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But for me, I think there, there were signs before I got married that let me know, like, I yeah. Should, yeah. I shouldn't, you know, even, even um, before the engagement, I mean, there were many, many signs yeah. but for the sake of like, man, I, I can work. I mean, I can, I can handle this. So I can, yeah. well, I seen a quote recently that says like, teach your daughter that loyalty doesn't mean um, accepting unlimited pain. Yeah, that's right. The person that they're with. And I just had no concept of that. I was like, Oh, I'm strong. I can handle this. I can, I'm gonna bounce back. And I think that just kind of, you know, like you said, like you have to go through things because yeah. I just feel like I'm so much more fortified because Ooh, it's yeah. I went through, but Oh, some of that is just like gut wrenching at the time. Yeah, at the time. Yes, you never know how you're gonna come out on the other side of it. But um, I think it's very important. And again, I appreciate your platform because you're coming out. You're saying, "Look, this is what I went through. This is these are the things that I experienced, and this is how you come out on the other side of it." And I think in the black community, like we're doing a lot better. 
But we've got to continue to speak on, like, I know a lot of times I go and sit with my grandmother and I'm like, so what was it like when X, Y, Z happened? What was it like when you were growing up in the forties? And she's, you know, loving to tell me these stories, but we got to talk. We got to communicate, ask these questions. And, you know, um, I was talking to uh, my parents the other day. We were asking about like, you know, y'all were in school at this time. And like, what was it like to kind of be at the beginning of integration? And I've never talked to them about that. But like our parents, our grandparents, our aunts and uncles have so much knowledge and even experiences just, you know, seeing how somebody else went through their experiences. So I think the work that you're doing is truly invaluable because that, you know, this stuff that these things you're putting out and things we're trying to do yeah. that work will live forever. And somebody yeah. will watch it years down the line and be like, man, that really helped me. So, you know, I really appreciate you again being transparent and talking about your journey. So, you know, once you finally got to a level place, we're always a work in progress. But once you got to a place where you started to turn the corner. Yeah. How did you know you were like getting to a level place where there like situations that happened or did it feel different or what? I wasn't crying myself to sleep anymore because <laughs> I cried myself to sleep so much. Just yeah. that emptiness and that abandonment that I felt was mm-hmm. so cool. But once mm-hmm. I was able to stop going to the restroom throughout my day crying, yeah. you know, and what I was really doing was getting in the presence of the Lord. I always say he was changing my bandages. You know, I was deeply wounded. And, you know, I say when you get shot and you go to the doctor, the doctor, whoever got to come in often and change your bandage because you're, ble- you're bleeding profusely. Oh, wow. So in the beginning, you know, I was I stayed in this presence and crying yeah. and crying. But once I was able to stop chasing. Yeah. Stop trying to get somebody to convince them that I'm worthy of yeah. them. You know, no longer chasing, wasn't crying myself to sleep no more. And I was happy. That's when I can kind of see ooh, it's, it's working. I love I, yeah. No longer chasing. Yeah. Somebody that I'm worth. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cause you know, that's how it was, you know, that codependency. Mm-hmm. Let me, what can I say? If I can say the perfect words, yeah. maybe you'll see that you need to stay with me. Yeah. No. I remember saying that. It was no. like, I was talking to him. I'd be like, I, I just got to convince him that I'm a good yeah. And it's like, yeah. no, I can't. Yeah. If you don't see it, it's nothing I can do. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, and I can't. Yeah. And uh, it was in my spirit that I'm enough. It mm. finally got into my subconscious mind. I <laughs> <laughs> to pull that uh, fant- Fantasia out. I'm not going to, I can't beg you. I can't beg yeah, yeah. somebody to, or nothing to tell them anything. Yeah. So, so with all of that, you know, that you went through, do you feel like you're happy now? Are you still, you know, working through it? Are you happy? And how does that feel? I'm very happy, but it's still some won't triggers too. Absolutely. I learned that, you know, I'm I'm happy, you know, but it's still, you know, the work never stops. I wrote my book, Loving Me. I say the work never stops because it's always going to be something to kind of show you, okay, you need to just keep on doing the work. You know, keep on doing it. So I'm happy. You know, happiness is a, is a state of consciousness that yeah. you choose to be in. That don't mean that everything is perfect. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. But it's a state of consciousness that I choose to live in mm. every day because of gratefulness. That's good. That's yeah. Good. So when you, you know, come full circle, what what made you? And I, I love this. What made you um, decide to start sharing your story? 
what what made you you know feel comfortable and, and you've always been uh, a person that I, I feel told your stories in your music I did yeah. um but I, I, I was shamed at first though I lived in a lot of shame from cheating really people knowing that I'm an alcoholic and I didn't cut up I didn't slept with somebody you know other mm -hmm. than my spouse oh no they can't know this so I lived in shame for a long time mm. but once I forgave myself yeah and accepted that you know you got to embrace who you are where you are you know every relationship is a reflection of your relationship with you yes so heal it you know forgive yourself you were i would also equate us to a flower mm. that needs water yes you didn't have any water you was in a dark room what you expect yeah when you allow yourself to stay in a situation that continues to break your spirit what do you expect for you to do Anybody in your situation, in your shoes that felt how you felt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Would have probably did the same thing or worse. Right. So forgive yourself and share what you learned. Let people know that they matter. Let people know how valuable they are so that you can try to help them either come out or prevent it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's that's a um that's an interesting shame is shame is an interesting emotion. Yeah. It because is. it can be you can feel shame on something you did or also something that happened to you. Yeah. And I remember I don't know if you've read her book or listened to her, but Brene Brown talks a lot about um, shame and guilt and something that she shared, said that was a, a, a breakthrough for me. She says um, guilt says I did something bad. Shame mm -hmm. says I am bad. And mm -hmm. so that because we're, you know, yeah. because we're in Christ, we're you know, we're not bad. Something yeah. bad happened. We did something. We made a mistake. We fell short, but we're not bad. And once I got that breakthrough, because for me, I was like a lot. I had a lot riding on. I felt shame because like I, I just couldn't make that work. I just couldn't make it work, and I was yeah. And I'm out here singing about marriage and talking about marriage. Come on, come and on. Then look at yours. Yes, you can't go out there. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. And I also felt like um, I felt shame at the end because I was like, man, I didn't put all my eggs in this basket. Yeah. And now ain't no more basket, and I'm just out here trying to figure out what to do, and also. You know, like I said, pro provide some covering for somebody when there was a lot going on on their end and nobody spoke on it. But I just was left holding yeah. all the broken pieces. Yeah. And so I, I experienced a lot of shame. But I love that you said that, you know, you that's one of the things we especially we as women, man, we carry yeah. emotions, but we have to heal and and really just do that self inventory. Like, yeah, this happened. It hurt. It didn't look good. It didn't feel good. But. I'm still good enough. I'm still, yeah. I'm still, you know, a woman of God that somebody would be um, honored and blessed completely. Yeah. Be with right. me. Also, guess what? If nobody comes along, if nobody, you know, if I'm single for the rest of my life, I'm still yeah. good. And yeah. that's that I try to um, convey with some of my mentees because they're just such a fixation. Yeah. Being married and being, um, you know, in a relationship and it's like we've got to do that personal work first because, you know, I know for me, I was in therapy for a long, long time because I was like, I just can't bring this baggage into any new situation. Mm, yeah. I, 
paint, drag all of this crap yeah. from the past situations into um, my future. And so I know once I kind of had to release layer by layer, this yeah. happened, that happened, this happened, I did this, he did that, and all of these different things that I was able to get to a place. Like you said, we're, we're always a work in progress, but it's truly happiness now. Like, yeah. and like, man, I wake up in the morning, I'm grateful, I'm I'm. I'm doing what I have to do. I'm loving myself. I'm loving yeah. me. I'm loving the Lord. And that's just where um, we have to come from a place of, like you said, just be centered and grounded and, and yeah. a place of gratitude. And then once we live in that place of gratitude, then everything else will fall into place. That's right. It must be easy. So I think, um, you know, that that gratitude is very very important. That's been re- actually a grand game changer for me. Oh yeah, me too. I read a quote that said, um, when you live in gratitude, everything you have will be enough. Like come on, not there. You know what I'm when I'm in a yeah. place of gratitude, I don't care if I just have one bowl of cereal. Yeah. Or one, you know, <laughs> one seven and speak of it, you know, speaking in food, but when you're in a place of gratitude, whatever I have, that's enough. And I believe that's, you know, really kind of equates to what the scripture says. Like, yeah, I learned that whatever state I'm in, I got to be content. I've got to be content. And that's what, you know, is very important that even when we're in that, we're in that transition period of like yeah. coming out of depression or coming out of addiction or coming out of a, you know, toxic relationship, yeah. we're able to see. Even in that, you know, I remember I remember a specific instance. Um, I was driving in the car one day and I just like you said, you transition from crying every night. Yeah. And I used to cry when I was driving. So my daughter couldn't see. So she'd be in the back seat, yeah. and I just would like, you know, let the tears fall. She couldn't see me. And she was little and she'd be like, Mama, what? You know, when we get out the car, yeah. you know, salt stains down my face and I would just tell oh mommy's not feeling good or something like that I remember getting to the point to where I was driving and it would be a specific point that we passed and I was like I'm not crying no more wow crying no more and so I feel you when you say like man I wasn't crying at night yeah crying no more that's a game changer when you get to the point or you can see man this is not it's working. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Is there anything else that you want to share about the journey? I think there are so many, um, so many jewels that you dropped. Is is there anything else you want to share? Or give us. Just know that self love is having a healthy relationship with you. Love on you. Start putting you first. Don't don't dismiss yourself. Don't dismiss with your needs to try to please somebody else because you matter. Yeah. And you have to love you. You know, like they say, we teach people how to treat us. And your relationship is going to be a reflection of your relationship with yourself. Mm. What you tolerate, what you accept is showing you how you see you because you're allowing mistreatment. Yeah. What does that say about how you see you? Yeah. So you need to know that. Just go back to the drawing board. Go look at YouTube videos every day or books or mm-hmm. however you learn. And start making some deposits into your self-esteem. 
So oh, making some like deposits it. into your confidence, into your, your relationship with you. Learn some new knowledge. Learn what love is. Learn, learn about it because that's the only way that you can heal and change it. And, mm. you know, do some forgiveness, you know, letters. Do some things. Write a letter to yourself, you know. Forgiveness letters. Let, yeah, forgiveness letters. Write one to you. I forgive you for, you know, mm. accepting this. I forgive you for allowing this. I forgive you. You know, God forgives you. Embrace this forgiveness. Like, you know, just start the journey. Down. That's how, if you, if you want to know how to, you know, start the journey. Yeah. And I, I have know. five books on self-love that you can get off of Amazon. They not long. Oh, no. Yeah, they simple ebooks, the self-love toolbox, things you need in your toolbox on the journey. Yes. Yeah. Um loving me. Wait, tell tell us how you can get that. I need Amazon. To go. go to right. Amazon and just yeah, right. type in they act, yeah. And you'll it'll pull up they ebooks except for loving me. Oh, love it. Awesome. And so they have a free one. Have- you said you have a free one too? Yeah, it's called 10 Ways to Love Yourself. Oh, come on. And you can download that on my website, shayakins.com. Yes. It's real out here. I, I say this, I'm passionate about this because I see you. That's when you awesome. don't know who you are, man, you just, your wounds are leading you mm. and not your purpose. Yes. Yes. You make choices from your wounds. We got we got to start making choices from purpose. Mm, I love that. I, um, my dad actually preached the sermon on uh, Sunday. He was talking about the man who was uh, uh, had the lesions. And uh, he talked about people being known by your issues. Like, you know, we, wow. you know, he, when Jesus or whoever spoke and said, who are you? And he said, we're legion. Like he spoke from his wow. issue and he didn't yeah. say who he truly was. Wow. We have to be careful of speaking and being identified by our issues. And so yeah. that's what I had to like literally take this off of me. I started, I don't know if you ever did this, but I stopped like, I'm not checking the divorce box. I'm single. I'm not, you know, anything that yeah. has a heavy weight on oh, it. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't need to be attached to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I love that you said that being, uh, being just free and don't let your wounds lead you. Yeah. Don't let your wounds lead you. And the last thing you will be no more than how you see yourself to be. God is on the inside. The healer, he lives within us. But your mind, he can't, he can't go past your mind. You know, how you see yourself. You have to make those deposits into your heart and spirit about who he says you are so that you can walk out. He already waiting on you to embrace that truth. Mm. Live your purpose. That's the only thing that will hold you back from walking in your purpose. How you see yourself. Oh, that's so good. That is so good. God's not going to drop some magic. I wish he would drop some magic on us. And we can just get a walk in the No, we got work. We got to work right. that mind every day. Written a big oh, heavy work. Healing is heavy work. It is heavy work. I remember sometimes I would just be like, man, whoo, just take a deep breath because it's yeah. heavy work and it's continuous it and it's um, but the but the benefits and the fruit on the other side are just like so I remember somebody asking me recently. They were like, are we good? Like something had happened. And it was like, are we good? And I'm like, I don't, I ain't mad at nobody. Like yeah. I, I can't, I don't have the bandwidth to hold that kind of stuff yeah. in my spirit anymore. So, and not to say that I don't get upset or, you yeah. know, things, you know, when they happen, but it's like, I, you, we, you learn mechanisms to handle it. I got to handle this, put this in this box and put it away because 
just trying to hold on to all of that stuff. And I, I realized that, you know, a lot of times people will, uh, what do you call it? Like renege on their healing work because it's work. It's true. Yeah, work. It is work. It it's is. so easy to make that call. It's yeah. so easy to, you know, pick yeah. up that, to pop mm-hmm. some pills or pick up that bottle or smoke, whatever, but mm-hmm. you got to mm-hmm. do that work. That's exact. And that's exactly where I was. I was, um, I had a, a car accident in 2001 and ever since then i used to keep me a a, a stash of hydrocodone yeah. and whenever i felt like i couldn't handle being present in life yeah i was just like you said on a high with them pills and nobody would know mm-hmm. it was like i was just coasting through the day yeah wow. and i finally had to realize oh this is not i'm not taking this for my back anymore yeah. My back does oh, hurt. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> an escape. Yeah, life an escape from having to really be in my head. But you know, you know, just the 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 benefits for me of just having yeah. a clear mind. I'd rather deal with the back pain and just do a heat pad versus being just out of my head and not having a clear and sober mind to be able to you know. Make yeah. it a focus on my children. Yeah, you know, be present for my job and the things that I have to do. Even like deep in my call, you know, deep in my uh, skill set for what God has called me to do, and, and it requires yeah. a clear mind. It but it, it was hard when I had to face like, you ain't taking them pills for your back. Wow, you're taking them because yeah, you're, you know, trying to escape. Yeah. And so that was like a, a a hard lesson or a hard like moment. But once I got yeah. there, it was like okay, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm down to Tylenol, so I'm a come on I'm now Tylenol all day. But I'm present and I'm here and I'm coping. yeah. But it's it's so interesting how pain like pain will make you do some stuff you know. <laughs> yeah, it will. How you handle pain? That's why it's good to have the information on Absolutely. what to do when you feel in a certain kind of way. Absolutely. And, and what's to do when you're in a situation that's breaking you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know I was on anxiety and depression medication. Really? Because I was having panic attacks every day. They was coming like back to back sometimes, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I had to get on medication, you know, to get that serotonin back. But once I left everything and got to an environment, a, a healthy environment where I can flourish, I didn't need the medication no more. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't even need them. They just kind of just slowed down. Mm. So, yeah, get yourself to some water. <laughs> yes. Some like you planted in a solid, healthy foundation. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look, I'm I'm just I'm feeling excited just to continue to see the journey and uh, just, you know, this is and I don't know if you feel this way, but just being able to share and being able to you know, drop some, drop some, um, wisdom and experience yeah. on somebody. I remember my grandmother was really one of the persons who encouraged me to, you know, start kind of telling my story and sharing. Wow. Something. She says, she says, you, you might be, um, what did she say? She said, somebody's healing might be, um, locked up in the story. You're ashamed to tell. Wow. That's powerful. Right. That granny. I said, huh? 
And she said, yeah, somebody's healing is waiting for you to tell. She said, somebody's gone through the same thing because you won't tell your story. Yeah. They still bound and locked up. And I was like, man. Wow. I and so that was another level of healing, being able to come to terms with everything that I've gone through, even if it's taboo or even if it's kind of like, ooh, yeah. this is touchy. Yeah. But I had to come to terms with, you know what, God, you 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 knew everything. Yeah. And you allowed yeah. me to go this why because you knew that I would be um I would be a uh, agent for you on the other side yeah that's you know, right like that oh he kept me I mean held me right above water when I felt like I was gonna drown come on so I owe him the 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 you know the testimony yeah that's right yeah so uh my grandmother show did and I was like oh okay come on, granny came through right so um it's it's just uh so so refreshing to hear your story and to hear how you've really come full circle and and, and really yeah. come out on the other side and and really not just stopped at the testimony but giving us tools to oh yeah to be able to come out and 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 you know and that's something that is very important I'm glad that you said that like continuing education and continue yeah read and learn and watch yeah. because if you know if you cease to 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 you know try to get that knowledge then um my dad always says that once you stop learning you stop growing come on now we got to continue to learn and grow but i'm definitely gonna make sure that we have um the information to get your books definitely yeah. support especially uh, a beautiful black woman doing great work and um i just believe that it's going to help somebody so i'll make sure mm -hmm. you said shayatkins.com mm -hmm. okay so mm -hmm. I'll, be, I'll be sure and put that up and um i like to do at the end a little segment called um rooting for everybody black and so today we salute you for your work your healing your 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 um writing your books, your music, even your videos and your lives that you're doing on your social media, just appreciate you because I know the work that it takes, even just the mental uh, bandwidth that it takes to continue to push through and tell your story and you know be bold in 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 um, sharing your message and what you feel like God has called you to do. So I'm really so proud of you and so glad to know you and. Um, just excited to see um, how you're going to continue to unfold and flourish um, in your um, journey. So thank you so That's much. So yeah, <laughs> thank you. so. Wow, that was so good. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with the beautiful Shay Atkins. You can hear more and see more from her at her website, www.shayatkins.com. I hope you'll check it out. Also, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, if you like it, if you dig it, if you rock with us, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for your support and continuing to listen. We've got some great episodes coming up, so stay tuned. Keep it locked. Please subscribe, rate, comment, do all of those great things so that we can keep great content coming to you. So we're signing out. Thank you for joining us on the Valuable Vibrant Podcast. I'm Carnesha Joy.